Yada, 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 yada. Yeah, we'll make sense podcast back on. Yeah, we listened to it for a while. They probably won't have one again. Well, guess what? Two days later, we got another one for you right now. I'm your host, Alex Langle, the Ope That Makes Sense podcast, alongside my co-host, Eli Elmza. We're back again. Hey, how's it going? Ow, god damn it, we put that little 23-minuter out, and people loved it so goddamn much. We just figured, hey, we'll make some goddamn time for these people, because... I think they love listening, and so what we went ahead and did was we made some time for you. We did, just you know? for you. <clears throat> we just figured that that probably that 23-minute 23, 23 deal probably just didn't do it, you know? And the, probably all we did was leave them starving for some more. That, so we thought, hey, we you know We kind of teased them, didn't we? Yeah, we might have to stay up till 4 a.m. to get this deal made, but fuck for them. Anything for, we'll for our listeners. For anyway. our listeners, fuck yeah, buddy. What a deal that is. Oh, so How'd the day go today, Harvison Al? You know, there's just this, for some reason, ever since we got on corn, there's just something that just goes wrong every fucking day. That sucks. <laughs> but uh, we got through her again. Woo! But uh, we're going. We're going. What's, uh, what's going on up at the old T.O.? Oh, not a whole lot. Not a lot of cows around. Not a lot of shit to do. We're just... I mean, honestly, today, about 2.30, <laughs> I was sitting there, and I'm thinking to myself, it's 2.30, I got two hours to go, and I got nothing to do, I'm bored out of my fucking mind. <laughs> you know, I drive around a little bit, I'm like, here, I'll just get in a skid loader, I'm sure I'll find something to do, and I'll stay busy for another hour and a half, and be able to call our days, but <clears throat> it's slow up there, it's kind of a slow time, as far as, because, like, for work... My slow time at work really matches up with my busy time at home because if you think about it, at home the calves are born, raised, weaned, going to sell. So at work, at that time, there's nothing to be done because all the busy season is when the embryos are getting in for these calves to be born. So you wrap it back like... three months, four months, because that way, that's when everything's getting impregnated, bred and everything for next year's calves. That would be a hot cycle again in September. So like right now, there's not a whole lot of embryos getting going in, not a lot of cows being bred because the the cycle's opposite. See what I'm saying? Yeah, I know, I guess. It's like on their end, it's busy nine months opposite on when it's busy on my end uh-huh. so when i'm busy at home it's slow at work but when it's busy at work it's pretty slow at home because all we're doing at home would be heat checking and breeding cows which we stay busy enough but it's not super busy so we're kind of off and on it's pretty slow at work we're just kind of trying to stay busy and tell you what we got a little grandma's apple pie here game to games. snack on for this podcast and my god does my grandma make a good apple pie she does. She really I mean, does. It, don't get, it don't get a whole lot fucking better. I'm not going to be honest with you. I am going to be honest with you, I should say. I might have a new grandma here soon. Yeah. Fuck, I'd take a new grandma. <laughs> yes, we would. Mm-hmm. Oh. We all do know I like grandmas. That's, every once in a while, guys, I'll just randomly hear Eli throughout the house just yell grandma. Yeah. Be like, oh, grandma! <laughs> Yeah. You gotta wonder whether there's one around or not. We're not real sure most of the time, but 
It, I, it would not surprise me if I saw some random grandma walk through <laughs> the doors of my house one of these days. Grandmas have a lot to offer. <laughs> Wisdom. Yeah, they're good at cooking. Good at cooking. They're sweet. They know a thing or two because they've seen a thing or That's two. That's right. They've been around a while. They're soft. Warm. I mean, great every hugs. Once in a while, they're kind of sexy. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> I, I've seen one or two in my day. That would definitely pass as sexy. Remember when uh, our good buddy Brian Nohava was so convinced when we went on a fishing trip that the lady that owned like this campground was like an absolute gill. <laughs> yeah, she's... She's a fox, dude. She's absolute guilt. She's been flirting with me the whole time. We roll up. Got about four teeth. Sixteen hairs. I mean, one of the... I mean, she's been struggling for a while. Nothing against her if she listens. I mean... <laughs> I really... I don't even know if she's alive. <laughs> she did a great job of managing that damn campground, but... Yeah. I tell you what, as Alex swings and misses at a fly, he gets away. I tell you what, she did a damn good job, but she was not attractive. No. I, I mean, there's been an attractive grandma or two in the day, but this was not one. And, and I mean, back then we were older, 16, 17, 18. I mean, if it moved. We were, and, were we? I feel like we were just, just graduating high school. When we yeah, we had just, yeah, we were probably 18. <laughs> if it had moved. Really, we were, really funny story while we're at this. Remember John? Oh yeah, the broth. So, <laughs> so we obviously brought some food. We knew we were gonna catch some food to eat, but we brought some food up there to grill and stuff. And our buddy John Jungers gets these brats out, and he puts them on the grill for fuck maybe three minutes. <laughs> I and was they, gonna say and, forty-five and, seconds. And they were they were frozen. <laughs> he takes them off. So I got it ready, guys. So like, all right, thanks, John. Look at him like, holy shit. <laughs> I about can hear, still hear him oinking. <laughs> and, uh, wow, it just looked absolutely horrendous. And I'm like, this, these are not cooked, man. This, these are pinker than <laughs> gam gams, you know what. <laughs> so anyways, I'm like, dude, you got to put that back on, dude. And, he's, and he starts freaking out on me. He's like, what? These are perfectly fine. What, you're not going to eat my food now? <laughs> he's like, I spent all this time making it, yeah, all of three minutes. <laughs> So he gets all ticked off because none of us will eat it. And then finally, Brian comes back. And he's like, Brian, they wouldn't eat my brats. Look at these. You wouldn't eat that? And Brian looks at him. He's like, well, shit, yeah, I'd eat those guys. What's the problem? Well, little did he know, John put them back on the grill for 10 more minutes. Yeah. And finally, finally, they were ready. And John would not admit to Brian that he did that until a year later. Oh yeah, and that's the deal. Is I like things, you know, on the on the rare end. Like uh, my steak, you know, I want to try be, still be trying to eat the side salad. I'd like my steak to be, you know, or you know, it's rare enough a good good vet bring it back to life. It's kind of how I like them. But but I'm these medium rare these, myself. These these brats were inedible. No, it was, it was instant spread. instant food poisoning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Had we eaten them. Mm-hmm. And, of course, John ate them, but it was after 10, 15 minutes of putting them back on the grill. Yeah. Oh, shit. Where the fuck were we? We were at, was it? How was it? It was, like, between, like, uh, North Dakota and Minnesota. No, I, I'm saying, where were we at in the conversation? Oh. Yeah, we were on a... 
Well, we got to talk Red about Lake we, we got to talk about grandmas. Oh, I let's let's flip it. Let's uh, flip this and do a tradition that I think everyone loves. Tradition maybe better than the Masters, and let's. I think it's about time for Matt's million dollar question. Housekeeping first, probably. Oh, you want to get some? You have housekeeping from two uh, days ago. I don't have any housekeeping, <laughs> but uh, I mean, I think we'd be remiss not to mention it in the episode. But I don't have any housekeeping. There's no housekeeping to be had. Really, if anything, all the housekeeping. There's a fucking dead fly. Only, only housekeeping. I think a guy would have to mention is that there is none. You know, and I think that's maybe just part of just getting back into the podcast, but. Uh, I think we better fire up the social media again tonight. Uh, maybe post a little picture of this grandma's apple pie you've been snacking on. Yeah. Get them talking. Might be a good little episode yep. uh, cover photo. Yeah, get them talking. Get the people asking some fucking questions. Get back in on it, man. I mean, we live off your... Uh, feedback. Your feedback, your uh, participation. So whenever you're ready to uh, just share something with us, just share it. I mean, an idea, question, you know, maybe we could have like a topic, like... Ask any type thing too. Hey, hey, Delilah. Hey, needs, uh, or Delilah. <laughs> Delilah. <laughs> That's right. So I, you guys got any personal shit going on? Guys, there is a lot of life that Eli and I have lived, and we've got experience just about and everything. So if you got any questions, you let us know. We'll help you through it. And we'll keep it totally anonymous. No, yeah, it'll be completely I mean, anonymous. We'll be like, all right. We had somebody, and that could be freaking anybody, say, my dog will not play fetch with me. What do I do? <laughs> well, Here's what you do. Tell you you're pretty Get good. out the peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm Yeah. Okay. But, uh, yeah. So we'll open up the back of all the old social medias, and uh, we'll let you get on and hop in on there. And, what do you uh, do on that? The old Instagram, yeah. Yeah, no, the Instagram at uh, probably called that Ope Op, That Makes Sense podcast, or yeah. it's called Ope That Makes Sense or something. You you know, and if you don't, just ask us. <laughs> we swear to keep it anonymous. Questions, topics, ideas. Anything you'd like to hear us discuss, just fucking throw it on our way, and we'll be more than willing to do so. No, oh, we... If there's there's nothing more we like to do than just, just talk and give advice. <laughs> just, just bullshit. Bullshit our way through stuff. Give advice. And, yeah. But, uh, as Al was getting into it, might just be time. I, I know people were probably a little disappointed on our little We're Back episode a couple days ago that... We didn't have it, so we better have it tonight. Matt's million dollar question. And that's that's the type of really segment I think that really just makes this podcast. We got Matthew Vettelson, co-worker of Eli, one Eli Elms zone that just you know, Minnesota in accent, you know, he's got the whole package. He's very inquisitive, has got just just comes up with some some questions. He's he's the type of guy that keeps WD forty next to his nightstand. He he did. He he actually does. Eli and I uh we were up there for some Christmas party thing and happened to walk in their bedroom and there's WD forty on the nightstand. And uh Wow, I don't know how some couples do certain things, but apparently WD forty can be used for just about everything. I tell you what, Al, I don't I don't know that there's anything more American. Then a uh, bottle of WD-40 on the nightstand. And what he told me, actually, was 
last week, actually, we were talking, and he told me that they got a new addition to the nightstand. <laughs> Peanut butter. <laughs> no, uh, peanut butter. That's what he told me. No, uh, peanut butter sale nightstand now. Um, what are they doing? Yeah, I mean that's just just what I heard, and you know, it's one of them deals. You know, expanding their horizons. <laughs> I guess sometimes. I guess so. They've been married for well over a year now. Yeah, something like that. Probably, I, I gotta imagine getting bored by now. Yeah, Maybe well, they're getting bored. They're getting bored. Yeah, they're getting bored. They're trying a lot of little peanut butter. <laughs> that's what. That's what you know. You, you just you really need to spice things up yeah. when you tried something new like that. Yeah, but. they've hit the wall. One year in, <laughs> they got a long ways to go. I tell you what, let's give them a little ring jingle. Yeah, one Matthias Mendelssohn, a jingy jing jing. And one of our favorite segments on this podcast. Two rings. Just like fucking mid-season fashion, Matt Bettelson and two rings. Fucking oh, Matt, I never how been. the fuck are we doing, bud? Oh, we are doing just grand. How about you guys? Oh, we're pretty peachy. Yeah, I got to tell you, Matt is just probably getting back probably a few hours ago from Madison, Wisconsin. What the heck? Through Transovogenetics, he gets to take a trip to the World Dairy Expo in Madison, Wisconsin. They left on Sunday to uh, set up the booth. Ooh. Set up the Transova booth out there. He'll probably tell you more about it. Yeah. Go ahead and tell us all more, a little bit more about it, Matt. Uh, well, I set up the booth, walked around a little bit, got to see some good old dairy cows and good old dairy heifers, and packed up and headed home. You didn't, you didn't sample any cheese while you are in Wisconsin, did you? I don't even think we went to a Culver's. <laughs> wow. We don't got to There's Culver's everywhere, man. Yeah, but they're just, I guess they hit different in Wisconsin. Do they really? Well, I don't know. I got to imagine they might. That's uh, that's just my guess. You didn't eat anything then at the World Dairy Expo? Not a whole lot. No, I had, I think I had um, some nachos. That's about it. Classic, classic late well, night junk know, food. Yeah, Matt's celiac, so he's got to be a little just. Yeah, that's the, that's the limitation. The kind of things we would enjoy venison. just pulling up to some old random ass food truck and just trying once what they had to offer. Matt just can't because there's just too much too much risk involved in that deal, which kind of stinks. But yeah, I mean, like we've talked a lot, he's I think he's used to it enough to where he just doesn't even expect to do it. So I mean. He, he makes buy. He makes, makes do, really. Makes do. Yeah. Well, Matt, why don't you hit us with your million-dollar question? What we brought you on for, what you're famous for, what you're known and loved for, Matt's million-dollar question. Brought to you by Pineview Angus and Justin Wessel. Great cattle, better family. I know Justin's one that loves to hear us back on and running. He does. He's been want, he's been asking for he's months been, and months he, and months for us to get back on it. So here it comes. His favorite segment, along with everybody else's, I think. Matt's million dollar question. Matt, what do you got for us? Well, are you guys familiar with Madden NFL ratings? Yes. Of course. Okay, they, you know, they, take, they take a player like, let's just say Tom Brady. He's a good player. They'll give him a 99, right? Anything between 59 and 99. Somewhere around that, right? Yep. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah. So one day Eli, Eli and I were at work and we were, you know, we were giving Madden ratings to our, our feed equipment. You know, our feed truck was somewhere around like an 88, something like that. So I thought for you guys, since you guys are music lovers, I'm going to give you a select number of artists and you tell me what you'd rate them on a scale of 59 to 99. Okay. And I, I want to preface this with, um, I don't want this to be your own personal because that would be boring. I want this to be controversial and like um, have it based on all the other artists in the country music scene. Okay. Are you guys yeah. ready for your first one? Yep, yep. yep. We're going to do a one by We're one then. Start huh? with Thomas Rhett. <laughs> so we're yeah, com- we're comparing is... Thomas. So like same thing as like like Madden per se. We're like if we're comparing Tom Brady, we're comparing Tom Brady to every other NFL player. And Correct. As are we're gonna compare Thomas Rhett to every other country music artist. Yep. So Thomas Rhett is being compared to the likes of uh, uh let's uh, let's go Johnny Cash and um. And some new artists like Brad Kelsey, Paisley, Morgan Wallen, yep, exactly. Jason Aldean. Yep, you betcha. All right, Alec, you go ahead, and go first. I'd love to hear what you have to say. Here. <laughs> I think we're gonna differ on this, probably. I like Thomas Rhett a lot. He's, I'd say he's probably he's like an eighty-four. He's a he's a good solid player you like to have on your team. You're not gonna. You're not gonna spend freaking heaven and earth to go out and get them, but if you got them, you're gonna make do with them. You're gonna be pretty happy. Yeah. So honestly, I don't think we're gonna be all too far away on this one because I could be real harsh about it, but that's getting like really like into what I personally like, and I know that's not what everybody likes. I was gonna put Thomas Rhett at like a sixty-six, sixty-seven as it sits today because. You ask me three years ago, probably higher. I mean, I think he was hotter a while yeah. back. A well, years I back. feel like he, if you were to ask like 17 or 18-year-old girls, he would probably have been really high. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm telling you, two, three years ago, I think he, he climbs up the ranks a while. But he's like that vet who's like wearing down a little bit. Yeah, Still a good he's, player. He's, not, he's just not releasing them as fast. No. He doesn't have the popularity. I'm going to go like that 76 range. Okay. What do you think, Matt? You know, funny enough, I gave him an 84 as well. Because if you, like he, he was, he's, I think he's still pretty hot. If he throws out music right now, it's going to climb the charts. He's going to get you, he's going to get you what you need out of him. And yeah, if he just stopped playing music right now, I'd say he's right at an 84. That's true. If he drops something, people listen. Yeah, I feel like he's probably with his girls starting to grow up a little bit. He's probably trying to spend more time with families and probably not throwing out as much shit. That's why I feel like it's got to be so hard is, like, you get to be a big-time artist, but you're still trying to have a family life. Like, that'd be tough. <clears throat> but I could be wrong. What, who who do you got for next next to right here, Matthias? Well, well, we'll kick her back a little bit. Okay. King of country, George Strait. Oh. See, to me, he reminds me of just like, like kind of like Tom Brady where he's the GOAT and everyone knows he's the GOAT. 
Is he older now, so he's probably not quite as good as he once was, but still pretty freaking good. So I don't know what they got Tom Brady ranked in Madden anymore, but probably ninety two probably. I was gonna yeah, I was gonna give George Strait a ninety three overall. Like obviously the GOAT, and if he puts anything out, people are gonna listen to it. Always been productive. Got just got some classic bangers. Even when he puts out stuff now, they're damn good songs. Yeah. Yeah. What that one that wasn't too long ago. Every honky tonk bar or something, or every small town honky tonk bar. Yeah, that was probably his latest one, and that was almost probably a year ago already. Well, mm-hmm. and that's the thing is like he's he's that's what he does kind of remind me of like Tom, a Tom Brady type where you know he might not be the best right now, but he's obviously the track record speaks for itself. That's, yeah, speaking like, of which, can, it, I, can I pause? You, can I pause you quick? Tom Brady yep. and Gazelle Buchan are getting a divorce. I saw that. He has chosen officially chosen football over his smoke show model of a wife. <laughs> wow. All who's in the NFC playoff. <laughs> he would he would much rather get absolutely destroyed by Aaron Donald <laughs> than go home and make sweet tender love with his <laughs> model wife. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways. <laughs> Wow. So I think this is probably, Matt, where the complications come into the question in the system because a guy like George Strait, he's not as active right now in the country music scene as he once was. And I mean, that's what makes it hard to rate him among with current, current singers and current performers. So I think what has, a guy has to do is be like if you had like an all Madden game or like a Madden Ultimate Team type deal going on, you know, where you could still pick cards from older players, um, and it would be their rating from their prime. So what I think we should do is kind of rate them. Well, but it's hard to do because you can't really rate them in their prime because no. that gets tough. So what I would do with George Strait is I do think like in a prime, like he was a 99. Yeah. Like, he's a mad just 99 like, Just like Brady club. was before. Yeah. I, yeah, that's what I was concerned. Yeah, he's a, he's a 99 overall club in his prime. Uh, I think his time is a little gone, and his sound is a little outdated for a lot of people. For me, I love it. I can still really get into it. But I do know for a lot of people, he's probably just a touch outdated. So I think Alex's pretty close to, like, that 92, 93. Whereas at one point, for sure, he was a definite yeah. 99. Right. But I would say, as of today, he's probably going to slide back to like that 92, 93 rating just because his sound is getting a little bit outdated. What do you think, Matt? Um, I agree with you guys. I'm still going to put him up maybe just a couple points. I originally had 97, but I like where you guys are coming from because I kind of judged him in his prime with that 97 rating. Mm-hmm. But I would like to add one point to your 92 and put them up to a 93, 94, because if you ask anyone, like any Joe Schmo in the street, hey, name a country music artist, there's a good chance that they're going to say George Strait, or they're going to put out a George Strait song. So with just that um, name value. of recognizing them, I'm just going to put them up there at a 93, 94. I'm not going to argue with you there. I, I agree with everything you said. Are we ready for the next one? Yeah, we are. Uh, let's uh, 
Let's go with uh, 2090s guy, Garth Brooks. Um, to me, he's not no George Strait, but he kind of falls under the same category of was really, really good in his prime and maybe just not quite where he once was. Remember our trivia night when I said when we found out that he has the best-selling record of all time? True. But we're, talk, we're talking right now, right now. Yeah. I don't know who I'd compare him to, really. I don't think any quarterbacks in the NFL are really going to do him justice here, to be honest. No one's got, like, a current track record and, like, older. Uh, go ahead, E. I don't, I don't, I don't Honestly, <laughs> I do think I'm going to go higher than George Strait, you know, if we're talking about the same same template and the same theories we went with with the last one. In his prime, Garth Brooks is definitely a 99, you know, and he's out of his prime now, but he's closer to it than George Strait was, I think. And also, he's got more bangers yet that, like, and people can get into George Strait stuff for sure, yet. But Garth Brooks has more bangers that people could get into. And a little bit of bias, Garth Brooks is probably top three for me of all time. I would put him in the 95, 96 category just because there is some bangers. Like, if you hear Friends in Low Places, that's probably one of the most popular country songs to ever hit the, hit the tracks. And he's just, he's the type of dude where he's just, I mean, he doesn't get high on himself. He's down to earth. He doesn't put his songs on Spotify. He doesn't put his shit anywhere because he knows he's that good. The only place he has to sell is the radio and his albums and his records. So I would rank today Garth Brooks higher than George Strait. I think they're very close in terms of just pure talent. But I think Garth Brooks is a little closer to the time than George Strait is. And he and the thing about George Strait was he could never I mean, he did have some where they're, they're like bangers, like people get excited to hear it and people get like excited. But Garth Brooks has more like that than George Strait does, and Garth Brooks has enough of like the slow country love songs to keep up with George Strait in that era too. So I think George Str- or Garth Brooks for me has to be a tick or two above George Strait. I'm gonna stick him right at like 95, 96. See, I might go a little bit lower, so I can't really find anyone I want to compare him to, man wise. But I was gonna maybe say like a Peyton Manning, where his prime might have been a little better than Tom's, but he doesn't have quite the the, the long track the record. long track re- track record per se. So I was gonna give him like a 91. Okay. What do you think, Matt? I'll go in between you guys there, somewhere in that that 93-ish range. I think it's kind of a LeBron-MJ debate, just whatever whatever you think is more important. You know, like the the good bangers that you'll hear at wedding, wedding dances or versus the ones that you listen to in your vehicle. You know, like, and the accolades, you know, like George Strait has had constant number one hits where... Uh, uh, Garth Brooks has had his his massive record sales and stuff like that. Just it's whatever accolade you put more emphasis on, and so maybe I'd put George Strait just a titch above 
Garth Brooks for me. So I'd put him at like, at like that 92 range. I like that. That's fair enough for me too. What what's uh, what do you got for us next, or don't you have any, Matthew? Oh, I got I got a full list. You guys can go as as long as you want. We'll take um, another. Give give us two more. We'll give you a, we'll give you a young buck here, Zach Bryan. He's hot. He's hot right now, but he's young. That's all I'm gonna say. He's really good. I feel like. Some people really, really like him, and some people, like, won't get into him at all. To me, he's like a Lamar Jackson, where you you really like him, you know he's super talented, but you just don't know if you're going to win with him or not, like, like once once you, like, get into the playoffs and shit. So I feel like I'm going to throw him at, like, a 92, and I'm going to say really good player. Still have some question marks about can you keep can you keep staying with them going forward, but you just see the talent there. Okay, I like that. I'm not gonna put him that high, and it's for two reasons. Number one reason, <clears throat> his sort of genre and like his style is kind of just starting to crack like your mainstream country audience. Yeah. Like it's not like the it's not the radio country. It's not. It's different. It's slower. It's uh more instrumental. It, it's 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 I don't know how to put it into words, but it's not it's not the kind of music that's widely accepted in mainstream radio country right now, but it is definitely making an emergence. His lyrics are fucking good. Like that that one line where he's like, "Find someone who grows flowers in the darkest parts of you." Like that's freaking deep, dude. That's yeah. that's actually really cool. So, for number one, he's just he's just emerging. Him and his genre are just emerging in mainstream. So that's gonna knock him down a bit for me. But a year from now, it might be different. Number two, me and Matt have discussed this a lot, is the versatility is not there for no, me. No, he's just a It's all type. sad. Yeah. Like, you can't, you can't sit down and listen to his whole album because you'll be so depressed by the end of it. Sometimes sad music is good, though. Sometimes oh, it is. It is. You need... You need... What? What? Very situational. It yeah. is very situational. It's very good at certain times, and you can really get into it in certain times and certain That's moves. That's why I like my Lamar Jackson. Yeah. If you're ahead and you can keep running the ball, he's a great quarterback. As soon as you get behind, you're screwed. Yeah. I, I would agree there. The versatility is low. I think that he goes great in some situations, and some it's just he just he just can't hit that other level for me like some other guys can. So. I'm going to probably stick him like 87, 88. I okay. don't think he cracks 90 for me. I'm going to sit him at like 88 because I know a lot of people are really into him and he's really, really on the Just uptick. Just a concert. Yeah, maybe. Council Bluffs Council and Bluffs. people went crazy. There's people from all over going to see him. So mm-hmm. I'll stick him at the 88 because I, I, I do think his lack of versatility and his very new emergence into the kind of the mainstream country scene is is really new. So for them, I'm going to stick him at 88, but I do think he's very talented in the right situation. He's about as good as it gets. Yeah. What do you think, Matt? I'm going to be a little bit more harsh just because, you know, you can call him a rookie. And if you've ever seen the rookie Madden ratings, they are very harsh. They don't know what the player is going to do yet. 
if he's going to boom, if he's going to bust. You know, he might have a couple good plays, a couple good songs, but you just don't know if he's going to sustain that. So I originally put him at a 79, but um, I was at the bar and was in Madison the other night, and the uh, bartender showed me a video of him coming to the bar and, and singing, and the people that packed into that building just that alone gives me up it makes me want to give him a couple ticks up so i'm gonna put him at like a 83 84 and quickly rising yes i agree that's fair all right give us one more matt all right um we'll go with willie nelson Ooh. Ooh. I do want to say one thing. Okay. He was he was a pioneer for outlaw country. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That 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 gave me a lot of weight on him. Hmm. I can't go that high for right now. I can't tell you I don't listen to Willie Nelson that much if at all. I'm gonna give him like a 73, honestly. <laughs> honestly. Okay. Okay. I, <clears throat> I'm i in the same boat where I don't listen to a lot of his his singles, you know? But a lot of stuff I listen to has him featured that's, that I like true. a lot. I think he's like, a great... Billy Jennings song have him. Yep. I, he is a great feature. And for that, I'm thinking role player. I'm thinking a guy you'd love to have around. Probably not your lead guy, I don't think. Just because he 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 did ch- he did change the way it was it was done. But I don't think he's your lead guy. I think he's a great role player type. Um, and I like him for that. And I'm not gonna dock him too low because I do think he's big. He's big, big. We'll say 83, 84, because I do think you'd love to have him around, but I don't think he'd be your lead guy, and especially today as it sits, not going to be that hot. What do you got, Matt? I was I was a little bit more generous on him. Um, maybe this was because my mind was thinking of him in his prime. I threw him at 90 okay. uh, today. Today, I would drop him down maybe low 80s because I don't think a lot of people listen to him anymore. And if you're listening to him, it might be because you're, I don't know, not not as a joke, but you're just kind of listening to him for fun maybe. Yeah. Um, but I'd say in his prime when he was with the uh, the highwaymen, like his storytelling would be a 99. I agree. His, his voice, Ellie, just, just the uniqueness of his voice alone that's like a 95, you know, you, yeah. you know, when you, when Willie comes on, you know, it's him. Yep. So with that all being said, I put him at a 90, like lifetime. And then like currently speaking, call it a, call it an 82. Okay. I would agree with you there because like I said, he is so unique and, and as a feature, I think is where he really, because what are we talking about like uh um beer for my horses 
Grandpappy told my pappy back in my day, son. That's you know true. when he comes in like that? Yeah. That's that's money and on the highway, man. I was a highway man, you know stuff like that. He does that. have that uniqueness to him. Yeah, he he's very unique, and I would agree with you. Lifetime, he's definitely higher, but right now he's probably falling down the falling down the the slopes pretty quick. But as a feature and stuff, that's why, like I said, role player. I can't drop him that low because as a feature, he is that he is that guy for you. And that's why I think he's like that 83, 84. But lifetime, yeah, I'd put him higher. Yeah. Like that's the one. That's the one I just can't ever get out of my mind for him. Is grandpappy told my pappy <laughs> back in my day, son. You know that that is like that's that that's about as good as it gets. Grab all the rope in Texas, find a hot, tall oak tree, hang up all of them bad boys, you know? That's what I'm saying. That that shit's good. I mean, I think he's definitely a serious contender for, like, top-tier country of all time. But, like, as it sits today, if that's how we've been doing this so far, he's got to drop just a bit for me. All right, I like that. Could I give you one more bonus one? One more bonus. Go we got plenty of time. We do. I think people well, are going to enjoy this too, so I think we'll be all right. Well, we got to let the girls in too, so I'll give you a choice. You can either do Dolly Parton or Carrie Underwood. I got a different idea. Go ahead. Everyone wants to know what we're thinking about. Shania Twain. Oh, gosh. There we go. Letter buck. 99. Amazing voice, <laughs> amazing just sexy in the way she performs. Um, anytime you hear, <laughs> let's go, girls. <laughs> I, I know one, one of our listeners who really enjoys that, King Knight. <laughs> boy, boy, if you want to get King Knight all riled up, play party for two. <laughs> and he will be getting going, girls. That's right. She is. She's just got so many hits. Let's go, girls. And, is man, I feel like a woman. Or yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> but Caden does like parties for two. But anyway, she has so many great hits. Obviously, pretty easy on the eyes. I don't care if she doesn't really have anything now. That woman is a ninety-nine. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I I I do see myself as one of her bigger fans and. I am very appreciative of what she's done for the for the genre, and I do think she has a lot of big hits. But as it stands, she's not all that hot. She's not. I mean, people don't listen to her a lot. You don't hear her on the radio. Oh, hear me on the radio. You know they don't. You don't hear them on the radio. So, what for what she has done and what she did. And she is truly still quite sexy. <laughs> I'm going to say 92, 93 range. I do think she was really seriously very good. as far, Especially as far as like uh, female vocalists go, I think she was right up there with some of the better ones. I, I feel w- like before, not to cut you off, but I feel like before she kind of came around, like her and, well, I guess maybe Dolly before her, but she kind of was maybe a pioneer for women in country. Well, you got Reba in there. I think Reba's Reba older than Shania. And you had M- Martina McBride right in there. And then uh, who is that other one that sings? Uh, oh, Joe D. Messina. She was big. Not she as, was hot for a while, yeah. She was not Shania or Reba or Dolly by any means. But she was right there. Um, yeah, I, I, I think she did, she's... Every bit deserving of a 92-93. I agree. That's it. 
Yeah, I I don't have much to say. I I I love her as an artist, and yes, beautiful woman. But I don't I don't listen to her as much as as maybe you do. So I'll yeah. do, I'll let you have the reins on that one. I'll I'll agree with you. All right, that sounds perfect. You Matt, bet. As always, it's nice having you. It was great, man. That was actually very. Uh... Very thought provoking. I wouldn't necessarily call it a question, but it was a nice little activity. It's a great segment. Yeah, nice little segment. Yes. As you always do with your creative little mind, you get something spinning in there and probably going a mile an hour up there. <laughs> always, yeah, it always does. The mind doesn't stop working. Yeah, I hear you there. Yeah, the little hamster up there and those little wheels just working overtime. That's right. Never gets tired. Mm-hmm. All right, boss. Well, it's good hearing from you, and we'll plan on seeing you tomorrow. Yep. We will talk to you later, boys. Yep. Goodbye. Right. All right. Bye. Matthew Vettelson of Matt's Million Dollar Question. With another great segment for us. Yeah, that was – I can't say I would have thought about doing that. I tell you, the kid cease, does not cease to impress. Yeah. That is for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've never been, uh, never been disappointed. No, he's always just got something completely random. I think that's why everyone really loves him. You know, while we're on the the topic of this, I just got thinking, what's your, like, for different moods, like, what's your go-to artist to listen to? Like, let's say, let's say, let's say you're just ready to party you want to get kind of get get in the mood of like let's get going here. Who, who you if I'm on? like if I'm like ready to party and like I'm trying to like turn it up for the for the folks, if I'm on the ox, I'm going Jason Derulo. Jason Derulo. Yeah. What what's which one? There's a lot of good ones. I really I really we always love riding like, solo. I like trumpets a lot. Trumpets is good. That's riding so- what you say. What you say? You know, people people like that shit. If you had to just pick one artist to get them going, where I know I could pick four or five in a row to kind of get the mood set, it'd be Jason Derulo for me. Really? I, okay. I do think so. I'm trying to think of who I would say. Um, I feel like Nickelback. Yeah. You get some of their songs rolling and kind of like get a good beat behind that's it. That's Get your head nodding a little bit. That's that's a solid choice for yeah. sure. Nickelback's um, money. Let's say it's like uh, start of the morning. You're just getting shit ready, ready for the day, or you're getting ready for the day. Just need something in the background. What are you putting on? Who are you putting on? I should say. Riley Green. Riley Green, just some mm-hmm. good old. Little life songs, nothing too crazy. Soothing country, you know. There's a couple in there that'll kind of get you ready. You're talking like Georgia Time and like where Corn Don't Grow, his cover on that. I think those are good songs that like that. They'll they'll set the tone. They'll kind of work you up there. But there's also the ones that kind of keep you right where you need to be. Uh, I choose uh, Young Connor Smith for me. I'm kind of getting into him. He's got I don't even know, if I know who that is. <laughs> He's got some good songs. You probably heard it when I actually played it in that scenario. But um, let's say 
Say you're sad. Who are you playing? Zach Bryan. Zach Bryan. Zach Bryan. That's to you, I'm just a man. To you, I'm... oh no, no, yeah. To you, I'm just a man. To me, you're all I am. Something blah blah. You know. Yeah. That kind of shit. That's good. I change my my morning getting the start getting the ready getting the going in the morning getting started is Warren Zaders. Well, yeah, he's your I'm man. a big Warren Zader. Warren Zader. I'm a huge Warren Zaders fan. Huge. Is it Zaders or Ziders? Whatever you want to say. I don't know say. how to say Ziders, his last name. Zaders, Ziders, whatever. I think I I love Warren Zaders. He's got he's got a unique voice too. Yeah, he's 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 right there. What's what's your favorite song by Warren Zaders? Zaders, Zaders. Ah, uh, I mean, Wild Horse is really, really good. Um, I'm gonna just look some up right now. Well, to be honest with you guys, so I, I would say Dark Knight is probably my favorite Warren Zider song, or however you want to say his last thing. But, um, so when kind of find out when I was looking up this song on Spotify, it automatically stopped recording, and we, we didn't know that. So the last 15 minutes, we didn't quite get in, but you missed a little bit of a wild wild story that you might have to tell next time about inserting something up the rectally, and then it's giving you energy, and it was quite the story. So we'll have to make sure we get that in on the next one. But thanks a lot, guys, for listening to the Hope That Makes Sense podcast, and uh, stay classy.